If you earn revenue through the use of a sole proprietorship, partnership, single member LLC, or multiple member LLC, then not only are you subject to federal and state income taxes on these earnings, but self-employment tax as well. Self-employment tax runs approximately 14%. Please let me help you to understand the impact this has on your business and make sure that you prepare for this. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I am a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. What is self-employment and why is it so important that I understand? The easiest way for me to explain self-employment tax is to explain the way most people pay into the social security system. Now realize most people are employees and the way they pay in is this. The average person gets a paycheck. The paycheck is reduced by 6.2% for social security tax, also shown sometimes as FICA, F-I-C-A. This 6.2% is deducted until the employee's wages exceed the social security limit, which is $132,900 in 2019. Also, the employee paycheck is reduced by 1.45% for Medicare tax. There is no wage limit on Medicare tax, so even if you're earning $30 million a year, you're still paying Medicare tax. So let me give you an example of how this works. An employee receives a salary of $1,000 per week. The employee will see a deduction of $62 for Social Security or FICA and $1,450 for Medicare taxes, resulting in a net check of $923.50. This does not take into account the federal and state withholding amounts or any other deductions such as state unemployment withholding. Now in my example, the employee has had a total of $76.50 withheld from his or her paycheck. The employer is required to make a matching contribution of $76.50 and therefore the government collects $153 of Social Security and Medicare tax on the $1,000 salary, or 15.3%. Now self-employed individuals do not receive a paycheck, and therefore the government needs another method for collecting Social Security and Medicare taxes. So the method is used is as follows. A taxpayer cal calculates his or her self-employment income by taking all allowable deductions against the gross income burned by the individual. And I'm going to go through an example in a second, so don't get concerned if you're a little confused yet. I promise it's not that hard. The individual then pays both halves of the Social Security and Medicare tax. Uh, and while the calculation differs slightly from the employee-employer calculation, I'm not going to go through the mechanics of it, but just take my word for it that the Social Security um, self-employment tax is approximately 14% up until the Social Security limit, and then once you reach the Social Security limit, it's approximately 2.7%. So let me give you an example of how this works. Let's say a sole proprietor has gross earnings of $10,000 and allowable deductions of $9,000, so the net income is $1,000. The way the calculation works is up until the Social Security limit again, 
the tax is roughly 14%, and then once you go over the social security limit, it's roughly 2.7%. So in our example, we're gonna assume that they were under the social security limit. So on the $1,000 of net income, the government is gonna get approximately $140 of social security tax. If that makes sense, again, that's roughly 14% of the $1,000. Now, here's an important point that I want you to realize. When employees have that 6.2% withheld on their wages and 1.45% withheld on their wages, those numbers never change. Even if they have a lot of itemized deductions or anything else, those numbers come out when the paycheck is issued and they never go back to the individual. A self-employed individual, the self-employment taxes are based on the net income of the business and therefore a reduction in net income of a business not only reduces your federal and state income taxes, but also can reduce self-employment taxes. Let me give you an example. Let's go back to our same sole proprietor. And again, let's say that person has a $10,000 gross revenue, but now let's say instead of $9,000 in allowable deductions, let's say that the individual has $9,500 of deductions. So now the self-employed income is only $500 instead of $1,000. When you multiply it by the rate, approximately 14% for self-employment tax, you can see that the tax is now $70, or half of what it was when the earnings from self-employment were $1,000. So again, this is an important point to realize. While when you're self-employed, you have to pay both halves of self-employment, as opposed to when you're an employee and you're only paying one half, you can pay less by reducing your self-employment income. Whereas when you're an employee, that number never gets reduced once, you're, once you receive your paycheck. Also, there's no self-employment tax levied if your self-employment income is less than $400. So the reason that I bring this up and, and make such a big point of it is very often what happens is I have individuals that will come to me uh, and they haven't discussed anything with me beforehand. Maybe they're a new client. They'll come to me in February or March and say, look, I used to do my own tax return. Uh, I used to work for another company. I earned $50,000 last year as a W-2 employee. I know what my federal tax was. I know what my state tax was. I made sure that I put away enough for federal and state taxes, and I even made estimated tax payments on those. So I'm fully paid in, and I think I'm okay. I have to look at that person and say, yes, but you didn't consider the self-employment tax. And on $50,000, 14% is $7,000. So if you're not prepared for that, that could be a huge slap in the face. So the way that we pay, again, any taxes in when we're self-employed, whether it's federal tax, state tax, or self-employment tax, is through the use of quarterly estimates, which I will cover in another segment. But just the way that that really works is you have to pay money in on a quarterly basis. The government does not want to wait until April after the year end to collect your money. So what happens is you make your first quarter estimate in April, April 15. Your second quarter estimate is made June 15. Your third quarter estimate is made September 15. And your fourth quarter estimate is made January 15, just after the year closes. So these are very vital numbers for you guys to know because if you don't plan for self-employment tax ahead of time, you could get smacked in the face in April. But if you properly plan for it, you'll have smooth sailing. And again, as I always say, our whole goal is always no surprises.
Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.